I'm a very sentimental person. This has been a real deep podcast. I didn't mean it to be so. <laughs> the deaf is Stalin. That was not funny. Oh! <laughs> it's the traditional hero arc. You want to see the struggle? There's no heroes here. No, no, Come no. On. No, no, no. And I still think to this day that they probably are still, you know, thrusting no. around the dark, oh, no, so I think, to speak. I think, no, don't. I don't understand why you make me make all the decisions. Because it gives me joy to sit watching you struggle making decisions. Because you're not a good decision maker. No, you enjoy just, seeing me suffer. God, all the feminists in the world have just gone, oh, I'm putting it down. She's put, he's putting it down. But that's not the case. You just, you're not. You, you hate it. Not that you can't make the decisions, because I think when you're actually forced into the corner, you make very good and rational decisions. You do. When have I ever made a rational decision? Would I like to discuss this week, perhaps? What happened this week? Oh, no, I don't know if I want you to discuss it. No worry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to let leave that piece of fish on wow, the Wow, I had to really think then. <laughs> I know. I don't I like know. making decisions though. Yeah, I know you don't. And thus it gives me joy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul and this is Considered and Conceited. You suck so much. I do. And, and who are you that tells me that I suck so much? Pip thinks Paul sucks so much. That's it. That's me. <laughs> but you know... We don't really have time for that. You know that, don't you? And you suck so much more. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding for the podcast pick of the week. Thank you. Wipe that smug look off your face. Oh dear, I I'd never tire of that. <laughs> Not ever, Pip. Paul, what, what have I asked you to write down for my? No, do you know what? You can remember. Oh, jeez, we're <laughs> off to a flying start, aren't we? I can't. You know, I can't. You know, it's your favourite people. Oh yes, yes. Um, if you can't remember that, oh, something you're wrong. A, God, you're an asshole. Um, <laughs> honesty check. That's them. <laughs> That's them. God damn you. <laughs> honesty check. Yes. No? Oh, well, honesty check just got a free plug. Who are they? Who did I say this week? You said a non-mum happy hour. Oh, for God's sake. Yes. Oh, I... my gosh. Is that, is that telling, is it? No, well, we'd have to... Oh, jeez, you're a shithead. I think I might have to stop this and go back to the start. I think you should. No, bugger it. No, no don't. No, don't it's keep fine. going. That's it's offensive. Fine. That's fine. It's not, the, keep going. it's not the first time I've upset people in this oh life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a non-mum happy hour. That's them. Um, now, we've mentioned them quite a few times, but they've never actually got their own pick of the week. So this week, oh, well, we had an extended conversation, Pip, and you know Unky Paul gets a little, you know, confused. <laughs> through, I'm through sorry. The, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know what? I think people are more forgiving of my... Um, Limitations than what you are. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's I right. Th- I think they are. I think they they know by now. That's what you get for being so social. After forty one episodes, I think they've got it nailed. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, a bit of fuckwit, but you know, every once in a while he'll say something that's so. The you know, podcast stupid. you picked for this week is a non mum happy hour. 
That's them. And because we we haven't actually put them up. We've okay. had them. We've the, had ads on, but we've never actually said you must listen we, to we them. We put them up. Now we have had a long association with these girls, and they they are based out of Tennessee. I like Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to go there, am I? They won't let me in. Oh, if look, if they'll never if, let me if in. If we become world famous through doing this, and we get invited to America, we are most definitely going to Tennessee. But they'll stop me at the border. But they will. And they'll drag you out of the truck and take you into the into the forest, and they'll make you squeal like a pig. Anyway, tell us about a non-mum happy hour, Paul. <sighs> a little deliverance quest, uh, quote there. Um, now, non-mum happy hour is uh, how can I put this? They're kind of our sister, as I've said before. They're our sister podcast, and and they've been plodding along at roughly the same clip as what we have. Uh, and they they have got like two formats. They first of all, the first, it's mainly a conversational format, but they have been picking up of late. They they take famous women of note, uh, or non-famous women who are extraordinary, Where, and, and, and I, they do the a full biography. To, yes, the one I listened to was um, ones who have succeeded and. In business, but also helping. Yes, but now they've done quite a few and, like, they take just women and they're just basically putting up um, girls that should be, whose stories I feel should be told, you know. they And I think they do a very good job of it. Um, And, you know, and their research is pretty good for the most part. <laughs> oh, you're being mean now. You want a response. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just having a snide shot at one of them, that's all. <laughs> she knows who she is. <laughs> so you're not just horrible to me, you're horrible to others. I like to spread it around. <laughs> we started this one too late, didn't uh, we? They're going to they're gonna listen to it. They'll be laying back in the bath listening to this and going, God damn motherfucker! <laughs> So yes, look, look, go and listen to them, ladies and gentlemen. They are terrific, um, and you know, very inspirational. They get the considered and conceited elephant stamp of approval. They are. I thought you were going to say brilliant. tick. We have an elephant stamp. Okay, an elephant stamp. I got look when I was in prep in like what's it, like first year of school. So many years ago, we had this old cow of a woman, and she. <laughs> Oh, look, she was horrible. She really was, you know. And, and that's why I'm an awful person. And I blame what, it on her. because of your prep teacher? Yes, because of my prep teacher, all right? Her name was Sister Alphonsus. And, <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm sure she, she was a Catholic nun, and I'm sure she's gone to heaven, and she's making everybody's life miserable. <laughs> and she's going to be there for eternity, so I've got no truck with that. I don't want to go there. Fuck that. <laughs> So, yeah, off the hell for me. <laughs> wow, this took a real turn. I know, I know, but I'm just trying to stay with the Notre Dame My prep thing. teacher was awesome. W- was she? Yes. Yeah, but let's face it, your prep teacher was in... Um, a public school teacher. <laughs> in Tangambalango. Tangambalango. Don't do that. No, you know I hate that. No, they're two separate towns. They're totally different. No. Are they, though? Yes, they are completely <laughs> different. Only by about 15k. No, so much more than that. You're right, about 20 IQ points. <laughs> <laughs> you have all the Tangam people rocking up going, uh, what did you say about our town? I can't go to Tangam anymore, can I? <laughs> <laughs> You're banned. 
Yes. They'll be stopping you at the border. Yes. So, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we're doing history check next week. So anyway, so I'm just giving you a pre-runner for our pick of the week. What, 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 what? Just write it down. Make sure it's written down. It's fine. Which one am I writing down? History, um, history check. Honesty check. Honesty check. Yes. But I'm not going to talk about them this week. No, it's, it's a non-mum happy hour this week. It's non-mum. It's all about you. You're spreading you the love, are you? It's all about you. Yeah, I'm going to spread the love. So <laughs> so everybody go and listen to them. The thing is, Paul goes to me, have you listened to any good podcasts? And I say, no, I'm just listening to what you keep putting up. Because yes. you say to me, Pip, have you listened to this? And I go, no. Hey, now, while we're on the subject, oh gosh. did you have a listen to um, that one I put on to you last week? It may happen here. It may happen here. What do you think? That was awesome. You did listen to it. I actually... Oh, I don't want to say, oh, I liked it better than Behind the Bastards. Yeah. Because it's just him and he's not having com- comedy people no, come on and give it, right. have a joke about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, you don't like it when they joke about genocide, do you? Not, you th- not no. really, no. <laughs> I, look, it gives me gut laughs. But anyway, let's go. Um, no, Behind the Bastards is good. Like, I really liked it when you said it was Chris. I went, oh, that's awesome. Mm. Um, but I actually found this much more interesting because it's done just in his dialogue. But, yep. Um, yep. Yep. I listened to it and I went, yes, I liked it. And yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah, well, look, as usual, you know, you have absolutely nailed it in a, you know, the way you just present <laughs> your information. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Being the wordsmith that you are. It was very informative. <laughs> I like the storyline of it, the way he tells a story and then gives the information of it and his opinion. I don't always agree with his opinion, but it's interesting to have. Well, that one got through, didn't it? <laughs> Extended finger. I've now Flip been the bird. <laughs> but so the podcast picker this week is a non-mum happy hour, and you go, should listen to it for inspiration. Go listen women. to them. You'll love it. I'm in too. Men too. Yeah. They need to listen to it. All right, Paul. Right. Our movies for this week. What was that? I'm feeling enthusiastic. I'm on my second glass, all right? I know, mine's completely empty. That's how long it took us to get organised. We have been chatting somewhat tonight. We have not been organised. I'm sorry. That's all good. That's fine. Okay, what's the film? Um, The first one, because you told me to pick, which is why I was cranky at the start. You can see a pattern's forming, can't you? What, that I get cranky? No, that I keep asking you to make decisions. Well, stop it. Um, well, fine. I'll pick. I never will. You know that. Because in Avengers um, Endgame is coming, we're looking at Avengers Infinity War. Okay, Pip, could you give me a synopsis, please? Set upon collecting all six Infinity Stones, Thanos plans to use the power of the stones to remove half the population of the universe. Will the Avengers be able to unite and stop their most powerful enemy yet? Enemy. Why did I fail on that word? It's a a big big subject. Enemy? No. Why you fail on things. (laughs) Oh, jeez, burn. <laughs> burn. <laughs> uh, 
You just walked into that. Yeah, sorry. Don't worry. <laughs> sorry, I'm feeling slightly vindictive tonight for some reason. Is that because of my it's, behavior no, it's not, last week? Not because of you. I think <clears throat> life's events sort of thing, and I'm taking it out on you, and I apologize, sort of. You don't apologize. Kind of, yeah, I roll, sort of. <laughs> so it's the Marvel films have been piling up. Yep. Um, and the latest film. Oh, well, it was um, Captain Marvel, but mm. Endgame's coming out, so we're looking at Infinity War, which came out uh, last year. Paul, what did you think of Infinity War? Oh, I'm, a, I'm off, am I? Well, do you notice how I did that? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> Fine. Okay, look. Fine. Infinity War is fresh in my mind because it's – I've just finished watching it about two hours ago. Um, again, I watched it three times this week. Oh, good for you. And you know why? I don't know why. I have a five-year-old. Do you want to admit that? No, he is five. No, 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 I didn't mean that. I mean admit that you have your five-year-old watch a film that's M.A. It's fine. M.A.? It's fine. Okay, admittedly he cries and everybody dies, but you know. Oh, Toughen up. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, spoiler (laughs) alert. (laughs) Oh, blow the spoiler alerts. Everybody's seen this film. Everybody's seen this. Well, anyone who wants to watch Endgame is... All right, stop it now. Go watch it. It's great. And then come back to us now. Okay, you're back? Okay, hi. (laughs) Right, let's go. So what did you think of Infinity War? Infinity War. Okay, I think that it is, of the Marvel movies to date, it is the deepest of all of them. How so? It has a good man whose logical constraint he's thought deep and hard about the world and the universe and it is brought into a very hard conclusion and he has gone forward and he is making some tough decisions and he is a mass power and he is getting himself organised and he's gone to destroy half the universe's population. You've got to admit this is the best enemy like the evil fellow that they've ever had. I wouldn't even call him evil. We can spend our full half hour just arguing on the point whether he's a good or an evil person. I don't think he's evil. I don't think he's evil. I just think, though, he's a bit like, oh, my gosh, I was going to say... I think he's ruthless. You might have to cut this out, so I'm going to have a pause. You know that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how um, Barack Obama um, wanted to... Who? Barack Obama. Who's he? Did you just turn me down? Did I? Don't. Why would you do that? <laughs> I was hitting the wrong one. Go on. Well, now you've turned me up too loud. <laughs> oh, God. Can't, can't keep you happy, can I? Keep talking. All right. Okay. Well, I'll obviously have to cut this bit because it's just why makes... Why did you play with my well, one? it makes us look unprofessional, Pip. Well, and the last know, thing I, I want to do why you're playing with is my... to make us look unprofessional. Well, why would you play with my headset? Go on. Do you know how Barack Obama... Um, I could be wrong in this. The previous president of the United States. I know. I this is. I don't even have enough information about this because I was only thinking about. It. I was going to read up on it and I didn't. I ran out of time. Okay, Americans, listen up. Here we oh, go. now I think we really <laughs> should cut this. We might have to cut this. Um, you know how he used his power of. I remember how we were watching. Um, what was that film? Um, 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 um. Oh, now I have to go back through my book. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we are seeing a complete breakdown on the other side of the table here. I'm sorry. we. She's actually... flicking through. She's like a what frantic was... librarian looking for an index. No, no, I'm having trouble. Well, that's not, this is not the place to admit to that. Vice, pit. Vice. Remember how we watched Vice? Yes. Yeah. 
So remember how in Is that, that what you were looking for? No, no I'm just having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a crisis. <laughs> you know how in Vice, how they gave information about how the president was, he can make decisions, he doesn't need the rest of the um, his party or the rest of the government. You mean go- government. He, how he utilises executive power. Thank you, that's what I wanted. I'm sorry, I've had too much to drink. <laughs> I've had twice as much as you. Yeah, but you're and, bigger than me. And I am on ball. <laughs> <laughs> so. The ball has been on. You know how... I only read this, and I don't know if it's exactly true, so this might have to be cut, um, how Barack Obama used that to get through some of the things that he wanted to get through, Mm -hmm. um, government, some of his policies. And people are saying, well, you know, he needed to get these policies through because it was important for the American community, blah, blah, blah. Um, I I know you're looking at me funny. I know I feel really bad. (laughs) Don't do that. Just to me, that gives off the vibe of Thanos where he goes, I'm doing this for the greater good. I know people disagree with me, but I'm going to take a dictatorship on this and just say, well, I think I'm right. So, Help me out here. Okay, so allow me to help you out. Thank you. Don't just look at me stupid. Gosh, I'm not, I'm not as well educated in this sort of field as you are. Come on. I, I have thoroughly enjoyed that moment. Oh, really? I'm sorry if it sounded painful in the microphone, Does it sound, guys. But but do you understand what I'm saying? I, I got a great deal of jolly out of that. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Does I it do. make sense? Not really, no. Um, look, what you're trying to say is that he has to do hard things. That, I'm talking about he, Thanos. Yes. Yes. Thanos has to do hard things and he has taken the responsibility on himself and he is going forward and he will be perceived as a bad man. He knows it and accepts it and goes forward and does it regardless because he knows it's for the greater good. Doesn't ask for anybody else's opinion. That's correct. He just goes and does it. That's the big thing. It. He's just yes. going, oh, well, I've decided it. Yes. Even though it makes sense in my head yes. and other people may disagree, I'm going to do it anyway. I think that's a really interesting villain. I think this is the best villain that I've ever had. I think bringing Barack Obama into this was a razor analogy, Pip. Well done. No, it's just I read an article (laughs) and I just it made me think about it, and now I feel really bad. I just love listening to you talking about American politics. My knowledge on American (laughs) politics is not that good. I apologise. I'm sorry. Guys in the US. Please cut this out. No, no, no. It's all staying in. (laughs) (laughs) This is comedy gold. Oh, gosh. This sounds horrible. It makes me sound like I'm a real dumbass. I, you know, I've now, look, come on. I've said on many occasions. That I'm a dumbass. (laughs) I've never, I've never spoken those words. (laughs) I have occasionally inferred them, but I've never actually spoken them. That's awful. I'm trying to... Re- yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, come on. You're, you're falling apart here. No, it's fine. That's a good point. It's a good point. See, this this is me being nice and backing you up now. Why didn't you do it like 20 minutes ago? <laughs> well, and miss out on all that fun. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's fine. Look, yeah, that's exactly right. Mm. What, what you said is absolutely on point. Gosh, you suck so much. I do, don't I? <laughs> you asked me to do this podcast with you and I said for you it was probably not a good idea. But what I'm saying is you can see where he's coming from, mm. which makes him really relatable. Yes. But also, again, you hate, like you said, your son's crying because everyone's dying. That's right. But he's so, got to learn. That's not what I'm talking about. He's got to learn. As do everybody else. There is... What, that half the population should just go and cark it? Yeah, there's no resurrection. <laughs> You don't know that. Endgame's coming. Anyway, did you like the film? I've asked you and you still haven't given me a response. 
cut in. You've started on your rant about Barack Obama and how the Tea Party have no, got to I rise just, up and, and take over the world. Now, now, come on, to be fair. I'm just saying that was the article I read with his example and everyone else following his example. Oh, God, we're not It started with Vice. Tonight. Come on, stop it. Okay. Well, yeah. Did you like the film? Very much so. I've watched it many times, this film. Um, it is by far and away the grittiest, uh, most in-depth, uh, satisfying film of all of them, with, with the exception of Ragnarok, which is comedy gold. Mm. I, think com- I think it's just, you know, Ragnarok is just a funny, funny film in its own right. The fact that it's actually in the Marvel Universe, bravo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but this one is, other than Ragnarok, this is the strongest of all the films. So I'm really waiting for Endgame. I really am. I, I will be dragging Tom off down there and just forcing him through the front doors and hopefully he'll learn some more life lessons. As people know, I'm a massive Marvel fan and I love the hero arc stuff and I love Marvel films yep. big time. Yep. Um, I found this film really enjoyable. A lot of people get upset because obviously you can't stand alone. You need to have watched all the films beforehand for it to make real sense. Mm. And people go, oh, there's too many characters in it, blah, blah, blah. It's too much. But I actually love the fact that they've just pushed all these characters in and, you know, changed all their worlds around. And you've got Avengers mixing with Guardians of the Galaxy and all that sort of thing. I love that. Yep. Um, I thought it was really good. I actually really liked the music too. Well, you know, like last week, Buster Scruggs. And you know how I used to, I was getting upset by the fact that they didn't tie it all together. Yeah. Infinity Wars is a classic case of how you take a large universe and multiple movies and tie them all together with an exotic bow. So it made you happy. It made me satisfied. Ah, the satisfied You don't lose half of your favourite characters and come away happy. No, but you know there's another film coming. Yes, I know, which means that there's more to die. You don't know what's going to happen. At least, I reckon they'll lose at least another three. <laughs> I reckon they will. And uh, you know who I reckon will go? Who? I reckon, um, oh, the witch. Did the witch die and then? I can't remember now. The red witch. She. she oh, had, yeah, no, she plotted away yeah, in yes, ashes. No, she's, she's gone. Um, I think, um, oh, the but they made a Guardian of the Galaxy. They've got another Guardians of the Galaxy film coming up. Well, it's going to be undercast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey? I was going to say, most have, of them disappeared. You're going to have the rabbit in there. Rocket. Yeah, yeah. Robert the Racket. The <laughs> rabbit. Rocket the rabbit. <laughs> I loved how Thor kept referring to him as the rabbit. <laughs> it's funny because this film has lots of comedy lines in it. Yeah. And they've got lots of mix-ups in it. Well, they've looked at Ragnarok and gone... Everyone well, loved that. that. Chris Helms, he, he, he's bloody brilliant at comedy. Let's give him more comedy lines. So well, they punched him up. Yeah, the, the Dark World was oh no good. With the funny, the funny, he does funny stuff really went, well, and it just makes it really nice. I went back and made Tom watch it again, The Dark World, and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I even watched Iron Man three like two nights ago. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but we compared just, to this, yes, but they're, they're not. They're not. None of them are bad. I don't believe there's a bad film. Like I sat and actually watched it, Iron Man three, because I considered that the weakest of all of the Marvel films, and I went away and said, "No, now I'm looking at the overall arc of everything else. 
everything else works in with that. And it's oh, yeah, beautifully No, no, tied it's in. all linked in. All yes. the Marvel producers. Whoever the writers are, bravo. Oh, they would all link it in. A monumental effort. This is, a really is, oh, no, a monumental it's effort. It's been written in a, a way that makes you satisfied that you know yes. you're in safe hands. It's a, it's a safe hand film. You I know. don't believe Infinity Games gives you this safe hands film. No, because you know that there's more to come. It's like you've gone halfway through a film. The film isn't finished. No, that's true. That's true. And you know there's another film coming and you're going, it's okay, there's another film coming, I'm not going to get upset. Yeah. So. Now we've got spoilers, we've already done the spoilers. Oh no, everyone knows there's spoilers coming. So when Spider-Man dies, (laughs) 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 I was so pleased with that. I just, yeah, because he's doing the whole little, I don't like, I never have liked Spider-Man. What's wrong with Spider-Man? Oh. I think Tom Holland does a great job. Does a great job. I'm not arguing the fact that he's not a good actor. I don't like Spider-Man. What what have you got against Spider-Man? He gives me the creeps. I don't like spiders. Wow. Okay. Well, look what his superpowers are, for God's sake. He shoots webs from his bloody arms. Yeah, but he's also got spidey senses. He's got spidey senses, whatever that is. And... And he's extra strong and stuff. Like, he took a hit from Thanos. That was a bit weird. Do you know who's been getting stronger and stronger and stronger through the whole show? For all of the movies. Thor. And I've been watching this. We've had this conversation earlier this week, remember how? Oh, no, I'm about to say. The, I'm about to back you up. The inconsistencies of all of these. No, Thor has always been, well, he's a god. But he's one, a demigod. Well, the one guy who you do not think is strong went actually and wrestled with Thanos. Oh, Captain America. Thank you. (laughs) And when you think about where he was from the very start, he was only, realistically, he was only, he wasn't able to pick up cars and throw them or anything like that at the start. No, he was. He didn't pick up cars and throw them. No, 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 he was able to do that sort of stuff. But that was too hardcore. I mean, this guy has a full fist of stones. What I found weird... I like that. A full full fist of stones. <laughs> it sounds like some sort of Clint Eastwood film, doesn't it? <laughs> fist of dollars, yeah. A full fist of stones. <laughs> um, but it's weird because the, oh, the inconsistencies with the powers of all the heroes mm. is all over the shop. It is. And you're looking at like, at the very start. But you know what? We will forgive him. Will we? Sure we will. You know why? Why? You just have a look at their gross box office takings. Yeah, but... We will forgive them. Ah, oh, Yes, fourth biggest. Yes, 10 billion people in the world can't be wrong. <laughs> but the thing is, they're dragging in, obviously, people who are really yes. into the comics yes. and the, Marvels, the Marvel universe. Yep. And also other people who are just... They want... You want a nice hero story and well-rounded story, and a lot of people love that. Um, but I found... For instance, like um, when all those Asgard people have been killed by Thanos and um, Loki goes, you know, they've all been killed and um, Thor is wounded or, you know, knocked over or whatever. And he goes, we've got a Hulk. I'm thinking, why hasn't Hulk got involved at the start of this fight? Do you notice Hulk only comes in when Loki says we've got a Hulk? saying that he was actually laying in wait? He must have been because... Where, why did they not know about the Hulk beforehand when all these people are dead? You know what? What? You're starting to sound quite nerdy. No, that's the kind of thing a nerd would come up with. No, what I'm saying is, to me, there were certain aspects of battles, <laughs> like with Doctor Strange when they're up on um, Titan. Yep, yep. I'm thinking, why didn't he do this at the start? Yep. I'm, it just it made me go, oh, they could have... 
what I would like to know is if they've got a comic book nerd or or a Marvel can nerd. I, can, I tell on, you, can I tell you why? Hang on, hang on. I want to know why they don't. I would like to know if they have a nerd yep. on their payroll yep. who checks all the writing and goes, oh, well, you know, that there doesn't make sense. And, you know, such and such would do this because he's just a nerd and therefore would know all this stuff. Because Hulk is the trump card. I know why they've hold it back because it gives Loki that great line and gives that scene. You cannot have dialogue when you have Hulk. You can't have dialogue when you have Hulk. I know, but it just irritated me. I'm like, why didn't you get in there when Thor would have been having a fight as well? It is a script-driven problem. You have to get the lines out. You have to set the scene. And if you have Hulk just leaping around inside a spaceship, you know, regardless of whether he's getting beaten or not. What happened to Valkyrie? I assume she just got hit by a laser. <laughs> That's what I mean. There's bits of it that just made me go, well, where is she? Well, it doesn't matter. Maybe she couldn't. What happened to the guy? Um... Maybe she died of cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> to me, it's just. She was a heart drinking girl. <laughs> <laughs> she was a very hard. That was so good when she fell off the. <laughs> but what I'm saying is. A lot of people will just go, oh, that's okay. It's just we're just here for the story, and that it won't be an issue. Mm. And a lot of things you can you can forgive. Yep. But part of me goes, it's like, it's like um, oh, what's that movie, um, with Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford that we did, um, and the dog, you didn't know what happened to the dog. I'm like, where was the dog? And here I'm going, where's Valkyrie? Where's what's going on? No, I get it. I get it. No, no, you, you're quite. You, I like the closure. No, well, I look, I understand. I hear where you're at, and I agree with you. I think that she should have been brought in for this, but I'm sure that's contractual issues, and so oh, they yeah. had to, they had to write around it. I know, I know. I'm a real Marvel fan, and I really love this film. Sure, but there was parts of it that made me go, oh, no. All I can say is there's an awful lot of moving parts in making. Oh no, no, I know. Yeah, and so you just have to work with what you got, and that's why Hulk came in halfway through the scene, (laughs) and Valkyrie wasn't there because she died of cirrhosis. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, your honour. (laughs) Was there anything that you didn't like? Oh no, it's it's a sensational film. Oh no, well, I didn't like that Black Panther died. I really now. Well, we did Black Panther quite a while ago, and I bonded with that character. I really think that's a very complex character, and I just think that they kind of just wiped him out um, for no reason. But you and, don't know what's happening in Endgame. Well, no, I don't. But Wakanda's not really got anybody to follow through. Like, what about Shuri? Who? His sister. No, she's not. She's not. Isn't she? Do you think she could step into the suit? It might be cool. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Well, the general. Let's. Let's. Yeah. Well. I, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the general. Just suit her up. Send her in. Go. What I'm <laughs> she saying is, she got some great lines in that movie too. Oh. She delivered them with panache, as she always does. <laughs> as she does. Yes. Um, yes. She's just a little bit hot. That girl. I actually really like the music in this too. Hey. I like the music. I know I've already said that. Oh, it's just rehashed Avenger music all the way through. What it about, is. What about the last little the notes when the. No, I'm not talking about that part. No, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking like the quiet piano part when everyone's drifting off. I was too busy trying to console my son from crying at the time. (laughs) I couldn't really concentrate. It's a two and a half hour film, but it's actually, it's not a hard watch. 
Um, yes, that's that's. There's always something right. happening. That's right. Look, we better get cracking. Like we have, I, you know what? We always say that um, Marvel films go straight through to the keeper, but clearly this hasn't. This is well. We both like we, it. We both like it, and not only that, it has my respect as a as a film in its own right, not just a franchise tack on. Which they work of, hard. They've got to. There's so many fans. Well, you know what? You know the old saying of you've got to keep a, uh, you can keep some of the people happy sometimes, or all of the people happy sometimes, and some of the people you can't keep all people happy all the whatever time. Whatever that is, yeah, yeah. You know, when I'm in a more sober mood, I'll. You can keep some of the people happy out. some of the time, but not all the people happy all the time. Do you know what? You don't care. No, no. I'm just saying. I think Marvel, if anybody, <laughs> comes gets the closest as closest to that yep. because. Oh, Jesus, it's and it's just good story writing. Mm. Like you know, they just work their way around it, and there's nothing that's offensive in their stuff. You know, it, it, it doesn't upset anybody. And how do you do people that? People can get upset, but it's not a lot. People love it. Well, the people, the people <laughs> who do get upset, like with um, um, Captain Marvel, like sort of the people who get upset by a film like that should get upset. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No need to go off and go into a dark room and have a good hard think about it. Gosh, that was an awesome All film. All I'm saying, you know, because mm. it was it, it was a terrific film. Yeah. And, you know, fuck those sort of people. That's all I've got to say, you know. Okay. No, fuck them. No, fuck them. No, I'm not arguing No, with, no, no. It's misogynistic just... pieces of shit. Fuck off. You know, go and, go and cry yourself a lullaby. Tell us what you really think, Paul. Oh, shit. Did that come out? Am I recording? <laughs> so how many stars would you give um, Avengers Infinity War? Oh. Now, I've never gone over an eight for a, an Infinity movie. I mean, for a Marvel movie. We've only I, done one. We've only done Black Panther. That's right. We've never know. had the guts to do the other ones. <laughs> do Ragnarok one day. Um, for the complexity of it. For the, what it's trying to do, which is no get fucked. What it's trying to do is is tie everything. You think about what it's trying to do here. Come oh, on, no, there's so be many, fair. No, no, no. The writers have be done a great fair. job. It's all. It's wrapping. How many movies now? We're we're over ten. I think this is the twentieth film. That's right, and we're, we're putting them all together, and we're wrapping it all in a big bow, and it's done it. It's done it in two and a half hours. Delivers laughs, delivers tears, emotional impact. Everybody does a superb job. Special effects are brilliant. Sounds good. Music's good. It's a rollicking good show and it leaves you wanting more. And guess what? It's coming next month. A week. When's it coming? It's like in another week or so, is it? (gasps) Or is it a couple? I don't know. Quick, quick, quick. What's the date? 20th. It's like in another week. Okay. All right. So... You know, Hence why we did it tonight. That's why it's so timely. See you, ladies and gentlemen. It makes <laughs> it look organised, doesn't it? We look after you. <laughs> so what do you give it? You have blah, blah, blah. <sighs> oh, it's going to be over a nine. No, it's going to be over a nine because, come on, what's wrong with it? Anyway, so what is it? How many stars? Oh, nine and a half. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, I thought about giving it a ten, but I no. I'm not going to give it a 10. I don't have a reason not to. But I'm waiting for Endgame. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like to go out in a row. I'd like to give myself a little bit of room. 
I'd like to give myself a little bit of room in case it's better again. Do you know what I'm saying? You know how I said in past podcasts yeah. that whenever a Marvel film comes up, Carling and Kingy take me to um the movies. Yes. They babysit me. Yes. They're going to take me to Endgame. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Hi, Carly and Kingy. I love you. <laughs> now, is, is, is that the girl who's concerned about what I would say about Marvel films? Yes. And you've just given it a nine and a half. I've given it a nine and a half. Carly, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> I like Marvel films as much as the next person, so it's okay. I'm going to give it an eight. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you've got to work out who your friends are. I really like the film. But there are a couple of little aspects. And also right. the I fact that you have to, to wait me. as well. Oh. Do you know what? We'll have to do Endgame after we both see it too. You don't get to give it an eight and just go, you know what? It's got a few issues. I want to hear what those issues are because I, for the life of me, can't. I thought I'd blurted them out before. What are the issues? Summarise. Bullet points. Um, I don't like how you don't know which Avengers have which strengths. You don't know where they are during battles. What do you mean they don't have which strengths? Well, where was Hulk whenever all the Asgardians were being killed? That was a script Where issue. was Doctor Strange when um, the first battles were occurring? He just seemed to be helping extra people. He might have been He wasn't actually, his... he, you know, in the, in the other part where he has all the arms and he turns himself into heaps and he has all the big fire yes. whip things happening. Why didn't he do that first? I think it's because he's such a powerful character that if he could probably go toe-to-toe with Thanos and use all of his abilities because he's still... No, because he had the... You think... No, don't give me the whole... No, no, you asked me You asked me for my opinion as the to why man, it was only an eight. The man can change time. He could go back again and again and again I'm and fully again. aware. Yes. So they have to make it a pliable movie. In Thor Ragnarok, Odin says to Thor, he doesn't need the hammer. The power was inside you all along. Why does he have to go and get an axe when he could just use the lightning to kill off everyone anyway? He likes big, heavy things. He, It's part of his thing. It's part of his shtick, for God's sake. The man is a Norse god, for Christ's sake. What I'm saying is... For Christ's sake, again. I really like Marvel films. <laughs> I really like Infinity War. Irony that is not small. Very much. Yes. But I still am giving it an eight. Fine. I'm not going to argue I with you. I think people should watch it. No. I think they should watch all the other films first in the right order. That's fine. And I'm so ready for Endgame. Bring it on. Yay! Okay. Now, this week's um, Paul's Movie Magical Moment. Paul's Magic Movie Moment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll, look, I'll be a little honest here. We are massively disorganised tonight. We? Uh, when I say we, I mean us collectively by mean I. <laughs> and I, I got all my stuff written I down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good for you, Pip. Well done. <laughs> and I haven't got anything organised, so we had to quickly rifle through it. I haven't got it recorded yet, but I will put it in. So, <laughs> and, and in the conversation, I have since forgotten what it actually is. So, so Pip, help well, me out, you cow. Paul's. Magic movie moment, even though it's technically not Paul's. Um, we reviewed Inglorious Bastards for Carly. That's it. That's what I was going to do. And it was one of the first scenes. The, the milk scene. So the farmer. I don't believe anybody has to be told more than that. The milk scene. Oh, the very first scene. Yes. So here we go. Enjoy it, everybody. Are you aware of the nickname the people of France have given me? I have no interest in such things. But you're aware of what they call me. 
I'm aware. What are you aware of? Did they call you the joint? Huh? Precisely. I understand your trepidation in repeating it. Heidrich apparently hates the moniker the good people of Prague have bestowed on him. Actually, why he would hate the name the hangman's baffling to me. It would appear he's done everything in his power to earn it. I, on the other hand, love my unofficial title precisely because I've earned it. The feature that makes me such an effective hunter of the Jews is, as opposed to most German soldiers, I can think like a Jew where they can only think like a German. <laughs> More precisely, a German soldier. <laughs> now, if one were to determine what attribute the German people share with a beast, there would be the cunning and the predatory instinct of a hawk. But if one were to determine what attributes the Jews share with a beast, it would be that of the rat. The Führer and Goebbels' propaganda have said pretty much the same thing. But where our conclusions differ is I don't consider the comparison an insult. Consider for a moment the world a rat lives in. It's a hostile world indeed. If a rat were to scamper through your front door right now, would you greet it with hostility? I suppose I would. Has a rat ever done anything to you to create this animosity you feel toward them? Rats spread disease. They bite people. Rats were the cause of the bubonic plague, but that's some time ago. I propose to you any disease a rat could spread, a squirrel could equally carry. Would you agree? Right. Yet I assume you don't share the same animosity with squirrels that we do with rats, do you? No. Yet they're both rodents, are they not? And except for the tail, they even rather look alike, don't they? It's an interesting thought, Akurani. However interesting as the thought may be, it makes not one bit of difference to how you feel. If a rat were to walk in here right now as I'm talking, would you greet it with a source of your delicious milk? Probably not. I didn't think so. You don't like them. You don't really know why you don't like them. All you know is you find them repulsive. Consequently, a German soldier conducts a search of a house suspected of hiding Jews. Where does the hawk look? He looks in the barn, he looks in the attic, he looks in the cellar, he looks everywhere he would hide. But there's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führer's brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware of what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. May I smoke my pipe as well? Please, I'll go and make yourself at home. Now, 
my job dictates that I must have my men enter your home and conduct a thorough search before I can officially cross your family's name off my list. And if there are any irregularities to be found, rest assured they will be. That is unless you have something to tell me that makes the conducting of a search unnecessary. I might add also that any information that makes the performance of my duty easier will not be met with punishment. Actually, quite the contrary. It will be met with reward. And that reward will be your family will cease to be harassed in any way by the German military during the rest of our occupation of your country. You're sheltering enemies of the state, are you not? Yes. You're sheltering them underneath your floorboards, aren't you? Yes. Point out to me the areas where they're hiding. Since I haven't heard any disturbance, I assume while they're listening, they don't speak English. Yes. I'm going to switch back to French now, and I want you to follow my mascarade as clear. Yes. Monsieur Lapadite, je vous remercie pour le nez et pour votre hospitalité. Il me semble que nous en avons terminé. Ah, mesdames, je vous remercie pour le temps que vous m'avez consacré. Nous n'oublierons pas votre famille plus longtemps. Donc, monsieur, mesdemoiselles, je prends congé de vous et je vous dis adieu. Everybody, how'd you go? Enjoy that? <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Professionalism, Pip. 
Oh, sorry. Remember, that's our key word. Talent challenge, I thought was our word of the day. It is. Words of the day. I'm going to get myself a T-shirt because you don't wear yours. I, I got I got Pip uh, the talent challenge T-shirt. I, I designed it and and there's there's websites apparently where you can just put on a, a, a GIF file and, and and they just print it up and then send it to whoever. So that was really good. I'm going to get one for me. You should. <laughs> I should. Don't make it white. Hey. Don't make it oh, white. I should make it black. Yes. Yes, but black slimming. White's not. <laughs> <laughs> and in my case, it's equatorial. <laughs> so the second movie. Yes. Paul put up. Did I? Yes. What was it? The Book Thief. That's the one. Okay, The Book Thief. Now, do I have to start again? So for both of these, I've had to kick off. Do you want me to give a synopsis? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a synopsis, please? <laughs> dear, oh dear. Pre-Second World War Germany, Liesel is left by her mother with new foster parents, Hans and Rosa. After learning Liesel cannot read, Hans introduces her to the wonder of the written word. As Germany enters war, Liesel's new family is placed in danger when they secretly shelter Max. Even though the fear and uncertainty, Hans and Max continue to teach Liesel the joys of life. Pip, I'm going to insist on asking you to kick off for this one. What did you think of it? Why did you want to insist on me doing it? Because I did the last one. Yeah, but you tend to do most of them, have you noticed? I just like to hear the sound of my own voice. I thought you knew that. Um, no, I just want to send you send you off first so that I can shoot you down. Go for it. Okay. Um, I have read the novel mm-hmm. uh, that's done by um, uh, Zusak. He's an Australian. Is he? Yes. Did you know that? Couldn't care less. Have you read the book? Yes, I have. Well, when I say read, I listen to it on audio. Who read it? You know, I can't remember. It was quite a while ago, but I was in the truck and I was going up the Hume Highway and it reduced me to tears. It's a it's a pretty strong book, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's, it was brutal on me. I, it really was. I, it was I, so well written. Just as well I had like 2,000 kilometres to cover. Right? So <laughs> <laughs> a fair bit of it was gone. <laughs> um, the film is shot in a it's be- it's beautiful. Like the whole the town where they're shooting it mm. and the everything like that. And all the actors did a great job. Yep. But for me, the emotional feeling of where Liesl is didn't come across as strongly. Oh, here we go. What do you mean? I mean the fact that you get to... Okay, so you've got chapters where death's talking. Yes. And yes, they have death talk. Did you notice it was Roger Allen? I did. (laughs) And he's been in what? Cabin Pressure. There you go. Yes. And he's very good. He's also in Game of Thrones. As what? He's um, 
which is funny because I've only watched the first three seasons. Okay. <laughs> um, he's there when um, oh, what's the you've dragon? just lost this respect of so many people. I then. know. I'm, I'm getting around to it. <laughs> um, my friends at work go, oh, season eight's coming, and I'm like, yeah, I've only watched three seasons. They went, what is wrong with you? Yes, You're dead okay. to us. It's fine. I am. I am up to date. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes, well, Paul's okay. Pip's Paul's dead okay. to us. <laughs> Pip's fucking animal. What's wrong with that? <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yes. Um, Roger Allen's um, The Dragon. What's the name of The Dragon Princess Chick? The Dragon Princess Chick. Help me out. No, I, what? Daenerys. Thank you. Um, dragon Princess <laughs> Chick. <laughs> hey, you've watched it all. I haven't. It's and I haven't fine. watched the other three seasons for a while. Yes. Um, Daenerys Targaryen. So at the very start, um, when she's... And that's from a person who can't remember his own name. I can't remember what I did yesterday. Mm. Um, when she's being uh, hooked up with her husband, he's the one organising it all. Roger Allen. Is that him? Jeez, he put on some weight, didn't he, from the photos? What photos? Oh, no, he had a beard. Yeah, it's know, totally but, different. Yes, but he was quite chubby. I'm not Roger Allen. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> we love you, Al. We, we love you, mate. We do. We 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 both adore. I thought he did a we great job narrating this. Yes. I thought he did a great job narrating this because it makes him feel really real. Yeah. Um, but the fact in the book, there's so much more. There's more of death. Mm-hmm. He s- says a lot more, mm-hmm. and there's more of Liesel talking a lot more. Yeah. Um, and you get a lot more of how Liesel is actually interpreting this, and when each book gets stolen, she not you know there's a certain aspect of what's happening, and in this she only steals two books. So why? Why I don't know why. No, I'm asking. Is that oh because the no 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 it just to me it doesn't portray as much as what the book was saying. And what was the th- book trying to say that she stole a lot of books? No, but each time this happened, yes. something major happened in her life. Like when she yes. um, took the first book, her her brother has died. Yes, she realizes she's alone and her mother's about to give her up. She's all on her own. Yes. The second time she steals a book, which is in the bonfire, mm. she comes to the conclusion from Francis, you know, sure. getting at her yep. that she, you know she's come from a communist communist family. Yep. And she's only just had to think about that. Now, they were covered, but they weren't given uh, emotional import. Is that your biggest problem with it? I think people who haven't read the book will get more out of this film than people who have read the book. So I don't well, think it's a bad film. Don't I, interrupt. You asked oh, me to go first. Okay. You asked me to go first. Right. I don't think it's a bad film, but I think because the book's written so well, it impacts on what you perceive from the film. So all the actors do a wonderful job. Um, the changes they've made in the film are actually for the better for the film, for the storyline. Um, but to me, still, the book has that emotional tug, more of an emotional tug for me. May I speak? Now you may go. Okay. First of all, it's a book, and so it's in the long form, and a film mm. is, by definition, only about two to three hours long. Okay, so you can only put so much in it. No, I get that. And the film itself was very uh, informationally and emotionally dense. There was a lot in it. And so, therefore, I think it would have just simply been an issue of time. No, I get that. No, I I realise this. So you can't punish it for that. Sure I can. Why can't I? 
If that's what I get from it. Well, if you're being fair-minded about it, you I'm shouldn't. not. It's purely but, out of my enjoyment, isn't okay. it? Okay, so you're not fair-minded about it and you're mm-hmm. happy to own that? Yes, we've already okay. discussed this. That's this is fine. how I feel about this. Okay. People, This is people listening. My um, scores are based on how I felt about it. So that won't be the same for everybody. Hence why Paul and I can sometimes have very different scores. Because Paul thinks he's fair. For the most part, yes. <laughs> Paul, what did you think about the book Thief? Okay. As a movie. Yes. And I'm disregarding the book. Go for it. I loved the book. Go for it. But the book is not the movie. Go for it. Lord of the Rings, the book is not the movie. I'm just making the point, okay? I don't give a shit about the book now. It was adapted from a book. Moving on. The movie (laughs) itself. The movie itself. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> the movie <laughs> itself. This is going to be a shocker tonight. The movie itself, I thought, was both sensitive. Um, it it essentially shows a... Okay. Can I just step back from the actual movie itself? And, because I, you know me, I, I like to try and look at what it's trying, the story it's trying to tell. And I think it's more than just about a little girl who is living in pre-war Germany, you know, Nazi Germany, and then into the war. I think this is a a film that shows normal people having to watch their society slip into an autocracy. And, you know, this is the reason I put this film up, because it is... A salutary lesson to all of us that if you like the biggest crime in all of that was when Hans got up and tried to protect that guy against the Nazi officer when that Jewish the, man. the Jewish man was dragged off and said that he was a good man. And the strongest line in the entire movie was when he said, well, You didn't do any anything wrong, and he said, Yes, I reminded people of their humanity. No, that's what Max says to Max, Liesel. Yes. What did he do wrong? Couldn't he just say sorry? Yes, that's right. Yes, I, I forgot who actually said it, but but the and line he, said it's, he reminded the people line of itself, their humanity. The line itself has resonated, and I believe it resonates through the rest of the, the of the movie itself. And that is going to be what is required of us in the future, I think is that we have to remind each other of our humanity. And that's what this podcast, I believe, is essentially about. This Reminding is, people of their humanity. I put Book Thief as my keystone movie. That's how important it is. This is what I try to do in this, in this podcast. You are removing, reviewing movies, are you? I think every now and again I get a bit deep, but I try yes. not to. Well, this is what I <laughs> Unless try you do. poke and prod. I, I try not to do it all the time because <laughs> it would just become monotonous. <laughs> but I will I will show my prejudices here and now. Your true colours. My true colours. This is what I try to achieve with this podcast. Every once in a while I just try and remind people that we're all in this together and we all have to treat each other very kindly. And if we don't, the bastards will win. I think there's excellent scenes showing that. Yes. I mean, the fact that he's, when Max is talking to Liesl about his belief is um, that everything has a word yes. and he's going into that dialogue, I thought was really interesting and they've shot it really well. It's an extraordinarily powerful film. Oh, there are parts of it that are really good, but there's part of it 
parts of it that are just... You resent it because it's not the book. No, no, I don't because there's parts of the film that are actually better than the book. Yeah, well, okay. Well, can I just say, can you forget the book? Or you can't? Can, can I, you just put the book Can I forget side? that I'm a human being? Oh, Can I forget God. that I'm a mother let's and an Australian? Fucking and <laughs> hell. Let's just pull out the melodramatic, shall we? Shall I bring in the piano accordion? He plays a piano accordion. Yes, he does. Do you reckon Jeffrey Rush actually did that? <laughs> Knowing it's Jeffrey Rush, I would not be surprised because... He no, would, have, would have worked out he what... Would have, <laughs> yes, he would have learned basic piano accordion and, <laughs> and learned a couple of tunes and, you know... Pretended while they had the recording yes. over, but... It had he... sounds... It sounded like it was organically played. It does sound like it was... As in it looks... He's doing a great job. Yes. yes. Mm. So Jeffrey Rush is it an awesome actor. Dubbed. It didn't sound dubbed. And the way, what reason I say that is because it had a slightly hollow sound to it if you listen to it again, in that it was originated from that spot. Oh, they would have, they've would they got good things now. Oh, I'm sure they do. That. I'm sure they do. But if that's the case, then wow, that was a good sound recording. John Williams did the music. Well, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw that. Yes. Yes, and that's why the music's superb. <laughs> <laughs> As always. He doesn't do shit. I don't know anything he has done that is well, shit. Well, I don't know all of his work because he's done so much. Oh, well, he's done, he is prolific, isn't he? Mm. But, like, he doesn't do shit. But there are parts of the film that mm. are better than the um, book about where, where certain parts of the story occur. And, I mean, that's done because it is a film. Yep. I think those they've done those really well. Yep. Um, but to me, some oh, there's a couple of scenes that just sort of fall short. Can I something that say something that's not really directly? Uh, just staying on the John Williams thing, just for oh, a sorry, I've moved on. Yet, I my know, apologies. I, can, I just want to go back to a little bit. Go for it. When Mozart was changing the whole musical scene of the world, when he, you know, in the eighteen eight, oh, sorry, in the seventeen eighties and nineties and stuff like that. What? Stop looking at your watch. I know it's late. We can't no, do no, no, it's all right. I was just reading a text. It's fine. Um, he was doing operas, A, because he loved doing operas, and B, that's where the money was at the time. And when Beethoven came out, he was financially supported and so he didn't have to do any of that stuff and he did experimental stuff for most, you know, for a lot of it. The point I'm trying to make is the greatest musical talents of their age tend to go to where the money is because that's where they're best supported. Mm. And if you want to know who the best musical talents of today are, they're not writing classical music. They're writing music for movies. And the best of them at the moment is none other than John Williams. So in 300 years' time when they're looking at musical theory, they'll be looking at John Williams and his the way he changed music of today moving forward. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Is there anything that you didn't like about the film? <sighs> no. You liked everything about this film? Yes. It was a complete thing for you? Yes. I, no, Why are you getting upset about this? No, well, it's okay to say you that. Know, there is one thing that I didn't like about this film. What was that? There was not enough Jeffrey Rush in it. <laughs> there was a fair bit of Jeffrey Rush, but if he wasn't there the whole time. He's not of, supposed to be. I know, but... It's, but you're looking at Liesl. 
It's Jeffrey Rush. Did you, like, the girl. did you like Emily Watson, the wife? Rosa? Didn't she play a good crowd, hey? She played a really good crowd. She, she was the most Germanic girl I've, I've seen on stage for a long time. That was very Teutonic. <laughs> she did so well. And and look, it would break your heart when she dragged her out of the school schoolroom sort of thing. And then, well, you knew just how much of a tender heart she was sort of thing and, and what a stiff facade that is. And that's what happens. Well, when death was talking at the end mm, about their deaths. Yes. Um, I think that revealed a lot that people hopefully didn't miss, but if they did. No, well, that's that's that was the closing um, summation of all of their characters, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, and when it was when it said it was his hands were such a light. Um, his soul, soul was so light, so light. You know, and it's absolutely it just. It, I, I, I have shivers down my back of my spine right now. And Rudy just rolled that. into it like yes. he's soccer ball. Yes. Mm. And it was just, oh, it really was. I just, I'm sorry. I know I'm a sentimental person sort of thing and other people go, dude, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but fucking hell, what a strong film. If you haven't seen this, I cannot recommend it highly enough. You should see it. It is a film you should see. I can't, I cannot think of a thing wrong with it mm. I really can't so how many stars would you give it 10 whoa <laughs> tell me why I shouldn't no it, it met all your criteria absolutely absolutely and I know you're going to brutalise it now and take it out the back and make it squeal I'm going to give it a 7 uh, yeah fine but that's because it didn't meet all my criteria well, what like, yeah, what, because, re- it, because it wasn't actually written down in the book no there was parts of the film that didn't follow the book storyline that I actually thought improved it. Um, like when Rudy actually found out um, that about Max, Max yep. was still living there, so yep. it actually became a bit of a thing. Yep. Where in the book, he doesn't find out till after Max has you, left. You get such a magnificent ending to this film and such an uplifting ending to this film. You don't feel that that was? Oh, no, it was, but I found the book more uplifting. I mean, the fact that Steiner, they don't even look at uh, Mr. Steiner, Herr Steiner. You don't yes. even get a look at him at the end. But yes. in the book, you, you know that his whole family... He's come back from a fighting a war only to have all his family dead. Yes. And you don't even... You see a quick glance of him and I thought, jeez. No, because people's attention... I know, people's I know. People's attention will only hold so much. I know that. But I'm just saying for me personally, <sighs> there are aspects of the book that I wanted in the film. Okay. So that's why and it gets What seven. you should say then is perhaps... People Just watch the want, film if, if, you, if you're more, more of a film person. If people want more, go and read the book. Yes. Uh, go ahead and read and watch the film. Some people will like the film better than the book because there are aspects of the film that are better than the book. Okay. But for me, the I book know. was better. I just think you're being terribly unfair. Well, that's fine. I'm allowed to be unfair. No, well, I mean, you're putting it up against... There are other films who could... How did this make? How did this film entertain you? How did it make you feel? It felt made me feel like a seven. Take, ta- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fucking hell! You asked. Oh, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> really, Paul? The book for me held redu- more sway. I was reduced to absolute tears for three quarters of this film. Oh. I was just. <laughs> Why would you watch the film together? I wash, I wash with tears. I terrible. It was terrible. So that is ten stars from Paul and seven stars from me for the book thief. 
you know what? Like some people say, oh, giving people things ten stars. No, it's fine. You're I, allowed to give ten stars, Paul. I for what it was doing and what it was trying to do, I did it faultlessly. And screw you, Pip. <laughs> Seriously. Ten stars from Paul. Seven stars from me. Book thief. Nine and a half stars from you. For what? For Infinity War. And eight stars from me. That's right. So you gave all the high scores this week. I usually do nowadays. I used to be the, <laughs> I used to be the hard marker, but I've clearly softened as a human being. <laughs> and I've hardened up. <laughs> you, <laughs> we've swapped roles. <laughs> boom, boom. So next week, mm. um, what's going to be Anzac Day in Australia? Yes, this it week. will be. And so we thought we'd go to the origin of that. With the origin Anzac movie... The quintessential classic that is the Australian film, Peter Weir's Gallipoli. Yep, so we're going to watch Gallipoli this week. I hadn't forgotten, Pip. I was just putting in a dramatic pause. I was wondering what that was. Either that or I had to go. I've had a lot of trouble with... No, I won't say it here. No, it's fine. I'm not. No, I'm not. All right, I shat myself today, all right? You happy? (laughs) Are you happy? I've had problems with my stomach today. Oh, I was trying to make it home. Gosh, this, this podcast is going to be like half an hour long. I, we'll have to cut out like half an hour. I got through the front door and I'm running for the toilet. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. We don't need that picture. Ah. Ah. Okay, fine. So Gallipoli and... Completely no, filled me pants. <laughs> anyway... Um, we're also going How to... How are we going out there, people? We're still hanging Stop in. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're it's, friends, it's... but we're not that close. I don't need this information. <laughs> no one else needs this information. You asked. I know, but I thought it was more interesting no, than that. You care for what you asked for, Pip. I thought it would be more interesting. Sorry. It was interesting. No, it's not. It certainly held my attention at the time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, so Gallipoli, because it's Anzac Day for us this week. Must have been. It didn't and... give me the shits. And because of um, – stop it Monty, – uh, Monty Python's um, Flying Circus at their 50-year anniversary, we're going to do Life of Brian. I won't be able to come around here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Gallipoli and Life of Brian Yay. for those reasons. Right. Right. Stop recording because this is getting bad. All right, Pip. Piss off. Go on. <laughs> See you guys. I hope you all have a good week. I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) Hopefully next week's better. Careful what you ask for, Pip. Oh, gosh. Bye-bye.